Welcome to Coach Life, leading leaders with Pastor John Pierce, the Senior Minister of C3 Powerhouse and the Executive Director of C3 Church Global. When we coach leaders effectively, we create multiplication and momentum. We want to equip and inspire you as you grow as a coach who leads leaders. Join the conversation today with Pastor John and Dan Frecker, a Melbourne East location pastor. Well, welcome to today's episode of Coach Life Leading Leaders. We're so glad you're joining us. And as always, I'm here with Pastor John. How are you today? Doing great, Dan. Welcome to everybody for our third episode of Coach Life and loving this, getting great feedback from from people in terms of helping them be better at coaching leaders, which is a a universal skill, church life, business life, sporting life, every every sphere of society. If you're a leader, you need to learn the skills of leading leaders. So this is a great topic. So true. I thought you were about to say marriage life, but we won't say that. We're not coaching our wives or anything like that, right? I think they're coaching (laughs) us if we're real. They're coaching us, yes. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Ebony's a great coach of me. uh, Fantastic. uh, I do want to say, Dan, as well, for those of you who are tuning in, uh, Dan Frecker is the location pastor of our Melbourne East location uh, for C3 Powerhouse and also part of our executive team with the roles around leadership development. So great to be talking today, Dan. Thank you, Pastor John. It is a absolute privilege. Well, right now we're going to just, I, I'd love to start, Pastor John, by asking, can you recap a few of the things we've covered in our first two episodes? Okay, fantastic. Well, we've, the first episode we talked about the the pressure, the spiritual responsibility when you're uh, becoming a, a greater level of leadership in, in local church. So how, how this spiritual weight comes upon us, yes. how we cope with that. It's a real thing. I've experienced it on multiple occasions. So <laughs> yeah. just how to, how to uh, pressure proof ourselves with the weight of leadership. That was the first episode. Yeah, and the brilliant. second one we talked about relational leadership and the, mm. the importance as leaders to not just be task oriented, but to always start uh, with what our friend Mac Lake calls soul to soul leadership or relational where, where care and concern for you as the person that I'm leading yeah. is primary to the output of what you're doing as a leader. So they've been two great episodes. And just such important, uh, I guess, topics to get in our hearts. It's been so helpful and, you know, so a key idea we've been talking about, Pastor John, is that there is a difference between a leader right. and a coach. And I guess I'd love to ask you, what would be a key mindset shift, would you say, from yeah the difference between a leader and a coach? All right. So if you think of a leader is, let's say, a group leader, you're, you're leading a small group, a connect group. You're a team leader. You're leading a team leader in a particular role. There might be five, eight people on your team, uh, on the host team or the kids team or the worship team at any one occasion. Uh, you know, a, a bigger team is made up of multiple teams and multiple team leaders. So mm. when you make the shift from the doing, or it might even be that you're you're starting to coach preachers or worship leaders or whatever yeah. it might be, but when you move from being the person, uh, if you again using the sport and sporting analogy, playing on the field, hey, okay. to being the coach instructing and helping and bringing the best out in the players mm. uh, that's that's quite significant because let's face it there can be a little more uh glory for the players there yep. can be you know you can <laughs> kind of be like oh i'm the group leader and these are my 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 group that i'm leading and i interact yeah. with them and when you become the coach of the group leader now many people kind of do two roles, you know, and Mm. I think it's important. We chatted about this, Dan, to understand what hat have I got on? Am I, am I actually the leader right now Mm. or am I coaching the leader? Because when you become the coach, you have to take a back seat. You have, you step back 
to let that person lead and you don't keep interrupting, you don't undermine (laughs) their leadership. So when you're the group coach and you do a visit to the group, uh, you're not there as the superstar. Here I am to prophesy over everybody and (laughs) preach over everybody. Now, (laughs) there might be an occasion where you're the guest but the coach, when you come and visit, you you blend in, mm. you get introduced. Hey, our, my coach is here visiting us just to be part of the group today. And you're kind of you're zipping your lip. Yeah, which can be hard, right? Yeah, yeah. And you, you often, when you're a coach, you know how to lead. You know what should happen. And even letting mistakes happen so that you can mm. debrief later. So that mindset, it's like John the Baptist, I must decrease so that he might increase. And so that, that's, that's the mindset. So it, it actually takes a little more self-confidence mm. and a little more security because when yeah. you move off the front line and, and you know, oh, like for me, okay, I've got, we've got a leadership conference and Dan Freck is doing a session and everybody's mm. like, Dan Freck is amazing. Wow, what a great <laughs> leadership session. Now for me, as, as the coach of you doing that, now I'm a captain mm. coach, I, le- I also played, but yeah. you're doing that. For me, that's, that's my moment to go, yes, I'm successful as a coach when the person that I'm leading is shining. Mm. But that's a that's a confidence security moment for for us. And so sometimes you just got to go, oh, that's right. I'm not I'm not on the I'm not on the field right now. I'm yes. the coach. And I'm here to celebrate and instruct and, and help. Yes. And I think you shared it, but what really helps me is that hat analogy. And yeah. for me, every single time I walk into a meeting or a group, I do ask myself, what hat do I have on here? Mm-hmm. Am I the leader? Yep. Am I part of the team or yep. do I have my coach hat on? And yes. as you just shared, I think for me, out of all my hats, my coach one is the one I talk the least. Right. And I've got to be honest, I find it hard. I, yeah. I love leading. I yeah. love it. But right. I purposely go, no, this isn't – I'm here as the coach. But yep. after, let's reflect. And yes. Yeah, it's a great yep. mindset, isn't it? Fantastic. So it's an important mindset. Uh, mm. and, and like we say, you can still do both. Lots of people still lead a group or lead a team or, totally. or preach as well as coach coaching others so that's the mindset shift so good so helpful as well i know this is helping us but well pastor john i'd love to ask so where do you see us going over the next few episodes i know you've got a bit of a download for us which is gonna be yeah amazing. yeah so really what i wanted to talk about dan is some of the to do a bit of a deep dive into some of the key aspects of being a leadership coach so Brilliant. Uh, today i want us to talk really about the importance of giving clear instructions to people mm. a clear game plan if you're the coach the team needs to know what you expect them to do and being clear yeah. about that we're going to look at Jesus model of that's amazing obviously the greatest leader Mm. then we want to look about uh, in our next episode next month we're going to talk around how great coaches or great leaders ask great questions Mm. and this again this will be a great this will be really practical the types of questions that we can ask because you you when you look at Jesus as a leader he was renowned not just for the preaching and teaching that he did but for the questions that he asked oh, so and true, so this it? is what distinguishes a, a okay good leadership coach to a great coach is the questions that we ask yes. and then after that we're going to look at the, the really the feedback loop mm. so how how it is important like you say when we're sitting back and watching then how do we give people feed? How do we literally coach people in their role? What if they're a little not too pumped to get feedback? What if they're not asking? How do we – and what's (laughs) the best way for us to give feedback? So that's the the next three episodes, a bit of a teaser. So today it's all about the importance of clear instructions. 
Oh, I just, I'm already excited for all of them. I know we have a saying that you said is leaders eat feedback for breakfast. So looking yes. forward to that one. That's going to yeah, be fun. That will be great. But, well, as we do a deep dive today on giving clear instructions, as you shared earlier, Jesus is the ultimate example yes. of leadership to us. And so I yes. thought, I'd, can you start by unpacking maybe an example where sure. Jesus gave sure. clear instruction? Yeah, let, let's look at that. I want to share a scripture to kick it off, which is out of Proverbs, and it's in the, the living, uh, it's old school. The Living Translation, it just says this. It's Proverbs 13, 17. Reliable communication permits progress. Reliable communication permits progress. So if you want people to progress in your Mm. organization or where you're responsible, then you have to be great at communication. And part of the communication you've got to be great at is really setting clear expectations, clear instructions. You, You can't give somebody feedback and say, you didn't do this and you shouldn't have done that if you didn't tell them in the first place what you expect. That's so true. And so, yeah, Jesus did this, of course, when he moved from being the, the player, the leader, where he did mm. all the ministry himself and the disciples helped and were shadowing him. Then he moved to this moment where he chose his 12 and he sent them out. And as he sent them out, he didn't go, all right, fellas, it's been great having you around me for a little while. Uh, go and do it. Yeah. Have a shot. I <laughs> yep. want you to do what I do. Away you go. He he didn't just he didn't do that. He yeah, he, single he was absolutely clear. So Matthew is it's captured in a few gospels. I've just got Matthew ten here. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. So this is the who. This is who you're going to. You're going to the yeah. lost sheep of Israel. You're going to the to Israelites. Go to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, all right. So that's who you're going to. Proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. All right. So he's telling them literally what to preach. Don't wow. go saying don't go saying your own favorite sort of idea or let's look at the you know the prophet Jeremiah and he's like, no, this is what you preach. And then he said, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, freely you've received, freely give. So mm. again, who you're going to, what you're going to preach, what you literally you're going to do, how you're going to achieve what I want you to do. And he goes on, don't take copper or gold. And he talks about literally what to wear. He talks wow. about where to stay. He talks about how to treat the people that they stay with. He look, he talks, there's this whole mindset. Uh, he would have sent them to specific areas. He sent them two by two. Very, very clear instructions. Yes. Very clear. So, so specific. No, no reason for anybody to go. Oh, sorry, didn't get anything done. I didn't really know what you expected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that excuse no re- won't work. <laughs> no reason for anybody to go. Yeah, well, I've been copying the, you know, John the Baptist method because I, I, I wasn't clear what you wanted me. To. I just camped by the River Jordan. It's like no. <laughs> this is what I want you to do. So I think that that is the model. And you, you find that right through, you know, last time we talked about the master coach, the Apostle Paul with yeah. Titus and Timothy and how the letters 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy and Titus are coaching letters. Mm. And they're full of clear instructions. I left you there in crate. I want you to appoint leaders. So mm. that's what you want me to do. Now, how do how? Oh, well, these are the kind of leaders I want your elders I want you and then the deacons I want you to appoint. And yeah. so there's just very clear instruction. And that's that's proverbs, reliable communication permits progress. If there's yes. not communication, Everyone's blurry, and we all have this thing, uh, this inner default to do what our favorite thing is. <laughs> we so do, right? It's just, it's just the way we're all wired. Yeah. And unfortunately, our favorite thing may not always be the thing that gets the progress that we want. Yeah. 
And I think the heart of a, a great leader is, as you shared earlier, it's to see people flourish and, and to yes. progress. And I, yes. I think what I'm hearing in you, this is how we really help set people up for a win, isn't yes. it? And Jesus yep. set up his disciples for a win with clarity yeah. Uh, of, yeah, this is what I expect. This is how to do it. And I yep. think as we do this, what we're really doing is I'm setting you up for a win right. uh, so that you can be, you know, win and, and yep. become all that God's called you to do and, yep. and do so this in a great disciples, way. We can achieve the overall vision. Absolutely. And it is, it's you know, you use this word, Dan, and it's a bit of a fun one for us <laughs> as a team called Clarity. Clarity. And clarity. <laughs> We love clarity. And sometimes visionary leaders have got a thousand (laughs) ideas in their head and the team needs to help them. Let's be clear about this. Uh, Lencioni is a great uh, Mm. person who talks about the power of clarity. So, so being clear with expectations. So, so let's, let's Mm. chat a bit about how do we help people we're leading be clear with our expectations or instructions. Yeah. I think it's going to be a really helpful conversation. And, and I guess for me, it's often what we're, you know, let's just say I'm a group coach and I yes. have a group leader, uh, you know, I'm going to go coach them. I think, you know, we're not setting the, the instructions on the night 10 minutes before. And Hello. even as you're talking, I'm thinking Hello. this requires a bit of planning, a bit of yes. organization. But for yes. me, this is often actually before the event, I'm 100%. setting you up for a win, right? 100%. And I'm having a, conversation i'm sending you resources and i think for me that's my first thought uh is yeah it's before the event uh, with enough time for them to prepare love that Uh, because some people don't love doing it on the spot right (laughs) a lot of people don't some of us are happy to fly the seat of our pants but (laughs) yeah uh, and i think this is obviously when you're developing a potential leader Mm. and they're shadowing you or somebody else they're watching you or somebody else they've been given the clear instructions yeah. Now they're watching how that works. They're getting the chance to experience it. But, you know, you don't have to keep reinventing the wheel with clear instructions. You just, it, so it's true. actually, you know, it can be a little boring sometimes. It's just, I'm yeah. reminding you, you know, Peter writes and says, I'm reminding you of the things that you've been told. And a lot yes. of coaching is trying to help people uh, get a default of what they do without having to think about it. And so, so it's like true. We, we detour off, we detour off, and the coach is like, no, back back on track. Yes. But you can't bring people back on track if you haven't been clear on what on track is. Yeah. That's the power of clear instructions. Oh, I love it. Even as you're talking, I got a picture of like, yeah, it's the guardrails on the road of, right. you know, so we're not going in that direction and that direction. As a coach, yes. we're trying to help him set. Yep. This is the direction we're going in. And, and that's also so that we're not going in a hundred different directions right. and, and, you know, right. division, two vision yes. where we're yep. heading in the same direction, right? Yep. Yeah. We're narrowing yeah. that focus, which increases the power. So like mm. a, a, an example, and for those of you listening on, on a, a, a podcast or Spotify, mm. uh, I'm going to show something for the YouTube people, but we have a card here. We have a, a, a number of coaching cards yeah. for teams that we, we have. So this one is the group leader coaching card. So this is where, yeah. We've worked hard, haven't always done this, but the last few years particularly, we've made it a real important thing to go, all right, what are we expecting? So on the back right. of it is what's the win? And yes. what's the win? And, you know, Andy Stanley talks about this, a number of leaders being clear about the win. And so mm. what's the win for a group leader? Because if we don't spell it out, we all have a bit of an idea in our own mind. Is the yeah. is the win that we pray for five hours every fortnight together? Is that the win? <laughs> is the win that uh, we go deep diving into the Bible? You know, uh, is yep. what's the, 
supports the win. So we've created a win for our church. It's just that we create an atmosphere where everyone's cared for, connected, and discipled. Brilliant. That, so that's the that's the overarching, that's the why of Connect yeah. Groups. And that's really oh. important to help people understand a why. So, yeah. so then, Dan, talk us through this. We kind of essentially go – so when a group leader visits the group yeah. or when a, a group lead, sorry, the coach visits or the group leader is preparing, we've got six questions or six yeah. things we want them to focus on. So talk us through those. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm coaching a group tonight. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring uh, three of these cards, one for me, two for the leader. They already know the win before tonight. They've watched yes. me. They've had yes. clear instruction. But what I'm going to do on the back, you'll see there's six questions. And so as we talked about, my mouth will be mostly shut during the, the group. But afterwards, yep. I've already pre-organized. Can we reflect together? And I'm going to mm-hmm. ask them these six questions. I'll go through them. Did you create a hospitable atmosphere? Great. And then I'm going to stop and let them answer yep. and then discuss. Uh, have you built a caring and connecting culture? Great. Did you facilitate an engaging group discussion? Awesome. Was there a meaningful time of prayer? Mm-hmm. Did new people feel included? And how are you going with your ESPN? And so they're right there. They're clear. Yep. And it's just a great of this is really how we achieve the win, isn't it, right. Pastor John? This is and the we how reflect. we achieve the win. Absolutely. And by... Um, you know, we've trained the group leaders on those things. Yes, it's not a surprise. By, no, it's not a surprise. <laughs> it's clear. And and we've given examples of how you can create a hospitable atmosphere. Mm. We've given an example of how to build a caring and connecting culture, scripture, instruction. And I think the, the key of this is it's it's both written it's also verbal. So we have yeah. um, video training around this so that, again, we just – the, the power of coaching is keep bringing everybody's focus to the main things. Love that. So let's just keep the main thing, the main thing, a hospitable culture, uh, a caring, connecting culture, yes. great, great spiritual discussion where everybody mm. gets involved, meaningful prayer for one another, including new people and making it a great atmosphere where new people are coming and so making good. sure ESPN, which is our care, encouragement, scripture, prayer, and next step. So our yes. discipleship kind of tools. So then you're clear and you can help yeah. and, and keep that. So that's that's a great simple example mm. of clear instructions that we just keep bringing people back to. I'll give yeah. I'll give you another one. I do. I coach preachers dance. Oh, I'm a preacher, yeah, but I, yep. we've got a preaching team of about seven or so preachers, yep. and I have a a video that I've done. And if you, if those listening, you want to check it out on C3 Powerhouse YouTube, uh, we've yeah. got a training playlist, and I d- did about 35 minutes on preaching. And I literally go through the five competencies of preaching that I'm looking for and why. So so there's video, but then every time I debrief a preacher, I'm going to ask these questions. Was there a strong sense of anointing and authority? And there's a range Mm. of what what builds that. I'm going to ask. So my expectation is that there's a revelation of God's word. It's theologically sound. The word of God was the hero. Uh, I'm going to asked the question, was it a well-crafted message? Was it put together well? Was it engaging? So there's a, a number of subpoints under that. Yeah. Overall, what was the communication style? Was it practical and personal? So was there mm. very clearly, did people go away with, what's my next steps out of this? How do I implement this? And it's personal. Oh, I got to know the preacher well. And the last thing yes. is, was the delivery engaging? Love so that. these are just competencies yeah. written down, we coach around the clear instructions that we've already been given. Mm. Otherwise, 
again, people are going to be like, oh, I thought you wanted me to preach like T.D. Jakes or <laughs> I thought you yeah. wanted me to preach like uh, John Bevere or whoever it might be. Yes. And and it's like, well, hey, there's a difference between a conference preacher or, a te- or an itinerant teacher. Let's look at what we need and what we want to train and coach you in. So that's another mm, example. I think it's brilliant. And there's a great leadership saying that we inspect what we expect. Right. But what we're talking about here that I love is, well, if we're going to do that, we actually have to first clarify what yeah. we do expect. Yeah. And I think, you know, once again, which just sets people up for a win. And I'd also say then as a coach, it yes. sets me up for a win because I can yes. reference back, um, yeah. you know, so for me with my group tonight, I'm yeah. not – I'm not, you know, just randomly trying to coach them on random things. I actually reference back as well. Yep. And so yes. I just yeah, think exactly. it's a win-win for everyone involved, isn't it? Well, it is. And next episode, that's where we'll talk about asking the great questions because yeah. great leaders reflect well themselves. So it's not just me telling you, yes. it's you reflecting. And so, so we'll, we'll dive into that. But again, can't reflect unless there's clear expectations of, of the big picture win, what are we trying to achieve? What, what's the why? And then yep. how are we doing that? I'll give you another example. So I'm at the mm. moment coaching our youth uh, pastors here in our church on the Sunshine Coast, and I've, I've so loved good. getting my hands on and getting involved in it. And and we've just been talking about a junior high program that we run every Sunday morning right. for our junior high. And, you know, essentially the, our youth guys, I'm telling them, I don't want you – in there running it yourself. This is a great leadership development opportunity. Mm, so so I said, who are five potential great youth leaders who are on the up in our church and they're teenagers? Why don't I want you to get five of them and they can do one every month each. And, so and let's talk about what what do we want them to achieve in that in that time that they've got, you know, the tweens and teenagers in the room. And so we mm. toed and froed and we landed on, well, there's five things we want them to, to, to happen in that environment. One, we want them to make friends because mm. that'll, that'll help connect them. Two, we want them to have fun because if, if teenagers and tweenagers have fun, they'll want to keep coming. Yep. Three, we, we actually want them to have encounters with God. So that's part of – it's not just a babysitting program. We want them to have moments of prayer. So they, we want them to grow spiritually so that they're learning about the Bible and how Jesus is, can be part of their life and grow spiritually. And the fifth thing is we actually want to identify and raise leaders who are 10, 11, and 12. So that's – So good. So that, those five things become the framework for reviewing and coaching every session. So, Mm. again, it's getting clear this is what we're trying to achieve and then we'll we'll do more training around, well, how do you do that? How do you make it fun? How do do you facilitate friends connecting? How do you you have encounters with God? And that's where the leadership fun is. There's heaps of ways that you can do that. Yeah. And that's what we want to empower people yes. to do, to discover their gift and their their expression, but we're just giving the, the framework for that. Mm. And what I'm hearing through this conversation, Pastor John, if I'm honest, like this is something I'm growing in because sometimes I haven't prioritized because this takes time and, right. and it, you know, maybe – there's been times where I haven't slowed down to take the time to write down these things or right. to clarify them. But what I'm really hearing and and I've now observed in my own leadership is this is such a great investment of time. Like right. where it's so worth it as a coach yes. to go, let's slow down. Yes. Let's get this, you know, let's clarify these clear yes. instructions. Mm-hmm. And what I'm learning is actually in the long run, it's an investment. It's not right. a waste of time. It's an investment right. of time yes. setting them up for a win and us as coaches, right? Right. 
Yeah, I think it's great, Dan. I would say it hasn't always been my strength. I've always yeah, been I'm a, that person too. <laughs> I, I've, a, I've been a leader who watches, learns, observes, and kind yeah, of copies in my own style, yeah. and and then <laughs> expect everybody else to do the same. But I think, like for those of you who are who are, let's say, I know we've got some senior pastors and pastors leading, mm. we're not so much expecting the coaches to come up with these yeah. instructions, these cards. That really yeah. is the job of the leaders of the organisation. But the importance in doing that, uh, just a couple of things, would be keeping it simple. Love that. So it's not like 15 things we want to do every connect group. So simple is powerful. I think a few different uh, eyes and voices uh, Mm. into it. So it's not just from one angle, but there's a few people who are frontline going, yeah, that makes sense. That that's really, that's given me clarity around Mm. expectation. So I think if you can get it in writing, keep it simple, engage some voices, and then you've just got to train everybody. Hey, we don't need to write that. We've already done that. We don't need to reinvent that. We've already done that. Where do I find that? How do I get access to that? And if you can train your leaders, your coaches, your ministry directors, your team, we've got this stuff. Let's just make sure we keep relentlessly (laughs) coaching around it. Then that's what will build momentum. So good. Oh, this has been so helpful. Are there any final thoughts you'd like to encourage coaches with on this subject, Pastor John? Well, it's, it's a great one. I think uh, for many of you, you're probably brilliantly doing this. So well done for those of you who yes. are. For some of you, if you're not, and you, maybe it's like, oh, we need to get some stuff in writing. Begin the journey. Include your pastors and your leaders. Yep. And uh, yeah, let's remember Proverbs. Reliable communication permits progress. Let's be reliable with, with this kind of communication and instruction. It's brilliant. Well, I know I've got some takeaways that I'm going to apply out of this. I know everyone watching and listening does too, but we cannot wait to see you next month as we dive into the power of great questions. God bless you and thanks for all you do. Thanks for joining us on today's episode and we pray that you've been equipped and enlarged in your leadership journey. We would appreciate your feedback by leaving us a review wherever you've joined us from today. You can connect with John on Instagram at John underscore Pierce. We hope you join us again soon for our next episode of Coach Life Leading Leaders.